Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Show, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Saturday, June 4th, 2022, and of course, I want to welcome you to another edition of the Jamel Sanders Show. Can you believe that we're already in the month of June? We are hitting the halfway mark in 2022, and I hope that as you're tuned in today that you are at a place of focus in your life, you're making progress on your goals, you're reaching for your dreams, you're realizing your potential, and you're living a life of intention and results. And so I'm so honored, as always, to be with you and to have another opportunity to share the message of empowerment with people all around the world. Let's pause for a moment and say hello to our Apple Podcast family. Thank you so much for being with me from inception. You were the first main distribution channel and platform that we had for this podcast, and thank you for sticking with us all these years. I am so excited as we work on some exclusive content for Apple Podcasts that we're going to be announcing really, really soon, and I hope that you will stay connected with me on the platform as we continue to evolve and grow. Hello to my Stitcher family. You all have been with me for a while also. Thank you so much for letting me serve you and for continuing to tune in and listen and be a part of this platform. Hello to those of you that are listening to me on Google Podcasts. I'm so grateful for your ongoing love and support and that you continue to find this podcast valuable even as we are more than a decade into it at this point. Thank you so much to my Spotify family. You all are absolutely amazing. The numbers continue to grow on Spotify. We had a record-breaking year last year. We're on track to have another record-breaking year this year. So thank you so much for all of you that listen on Spotify and get value from this platform. I want to say hello to my iHeart Radio family. I was so excited when we get distribution on iHeartRadio because it's just one of my favorite platforms. And so I'm so grateful that you listen and that you tune in and that you're empowered and inspired through this show. Of course, I want to say hello to my Amazon and Audible family. Thank you so much for letting me serve you and do life with you. I'm so grateful that you continue to be inspired by this work. So wherever you are and wherever you're listening, thank you so much for being a part of the Jamel Sanders podcast. And so uh, I just want to go into a quick little bit about me and the work I do, and then we're going to delve into this show. Uh, For those that don't know, I am Jamel Sanders. I'm the founder, the CEO of Jamel Sanders International, a global leading empowerment management consulting and advisory firm. 
I work with leaders and entrepreneurs around the world and empower them to fulfill purpose, realize potential, and to make significant contributions to the world. I started JSI years ago because I wanted to bring solutions to global problems. And so through my work, uh, through consulting and advising with leaders in government, business, entertainment, um, all facets of society and culture, we're helping to move the world forward and to bring solutions to some of the most challenging and complex problems of our time. You can find out more about me and my work at www.jamellesanders.com. That's www.j-a-m-e-l-l-e-sanders.com. You will find a whole hub of empowerment resources. You can find um, out how to sign up for my newsletter right on the homepage. You can find all the links to my social media networks, with the exception of TikTok which I believe is official Jamel Sanders. You can find out more about my services, media coverage, and all of the great work that we're doing around the world. So you can find all of that there. Uh, what is the Jamel Sanders show? It's more than a show. It's more than me creating something to have my name on it. We created this show um, ultimately to serve as a catalyst for change in the lives of people around the world. And so this is more than a show. It's a platform that we've created to empower individuals to fulfill purpose and to maximize their greatest potential. And every week through um, intriguing conversations and inspiring guests, we want to help you live your greatest life every single day. That has always been the goal and that will always be the mission of this podcast. We want to see every person living their greatest life and realizing their greatest potential. And we want to give you the tools and strategies and wisdom to help you do that. And so I have one ask of you. If you get any value out of this platform, if you have ever benefited from this show in any way, I want you to do us a favor and go leave a review. You can go right now to Apple right in the app or on Spotify right in the app and you can leave a review of this podcast. Why is that important? First of all, it helps us in terms of analytics and data and getting some certain numerical information, but it also helps other people to see how you've benefited from the podcast and it may intrigue them to want to listen as well. So I do thank you in advance for taking a, just a small amount of time and leaving a review about the Jamel Sanders podcast. It will help us in a tremendous way and help us to continue to get this message into the hands of more people all around the world. Um, I would also encourage you while you're on the site, you can find out about my books. I've written 10 books, uh, but you can find out more information about them there, and I've written on everything from personal liberation to leadership to um, soul development to unlocking human potential to the mind and understanding its power. I've written visionary leadership. I've written on a lot. So you can find out more about that there. I am so excited about my latest book, Next. The Emergence of the History Shapers. This is my 10th book, and next is really just a capitulation of a prophetic vision I had. And in this vision, I began to see into the future for the next 20 years. And, you know, at the time, I didn't think a lot of it. I, I got my journal. I wrote some things down as detailed as I could, and I kind of tucked it away. 
then just a few weeks later, COVID-19 hit, the world shut down, and I realized the prophetic significance of the vision I had. And so I said, I have to put this in the format of a book. Everything didn't make the book because some things are a little heavy and they may terrify some people, so it wasn't worth putting in the book. But I wanted to give leaders some tools because as COVID hit, my phone rung, my email box blew up, everybody was trying to reach out because the leaders were just in panic and chaos. Uh, Many of them never navigated a time of such great crises in the world. And I kept telling leaders, you're going to have to pivot. And so as I was giving them this tool, they didn't know I was also writing this book. But this book is so important because the world is desperately in need of visionary leadership. A lot of people talk about vision, but most people don't really understand the power and magnitude of visionary leadership. And so I wrote this book because I wanted to delve into what visionary leadership is, how do we push the envelope and the boundaries of what's possible, how visionary leadership moves the world forward. I delve into the DNA and characteristics of those that shape history. I talk about the uh, the empowerment and the appointment that visionary leaderships have in moments of crises and how they are able to navigate and pivot the world. And I also go into the future of industries. As I saw this vision, I saw the collapse of systems, industries, institutions, nations, governments, and I began to write what skills, what industries, what careers are going to be in high demand for the next 20 years. And so if you're a high school student that doesn't know what you want to do with your life, if you're a college freshman or you're still trying to figure out your major, what you're going to do, get a copy of this book. It's going to help you. If you are a person that is in a career change or transition future and where we're going, and as a futurist and a prophetic voice, I wanted to give you some clear tools and strategies to help you navigate this new environment, this VUCA environment, as we often call it in business. And so um, you can get a copy of Nick's Amazon, Kindle, Nook. Most book distributors have access. I know it's going to be a great benefit and blessing to your life. And, of course, if you get any value out of the book, go leave a review so that others can find out the value you get from the resource. So what I want to do, I want to take a very, very quick break And I want to jump into this topic today. I don't know how far we'll get, but I believe it's going to be of tremendous value to you. So I hope you'll stay tuned and stay locked in. We'll be right back with more of the Jamel Sanders Show. You're listening to The Jamel Sanders Show, empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. So welcome back. We're delving into a topic that I believe is very important, especially as we hit the midway point in the year. 
this is the time of the year that a lot of people start to really get discouraged. Some take the time to reflect. They begin to realize that they're not necessarily where they want to be in terms of their life plan or vision or goals. But the amazing thing about it is that we're just at the halfway point. You still have six months of time that you can dedicate yourself wholeheartedly uh, to the accomplishment of your vision, your dream, or your goals. So it's not too late, but you got to get it in the game, excuse me, and most of all, you got to get your head in the game so that you can begin to make the progress that you want to see in your life. So we're talking about the topic today more, having the resolve to reach for your dreams. I believe that this is going to be one of those discussions that we all walk away with, those personal epiphanies that catalyst for personal evolution in our lives. And so I want you to really listen attentively, excuse me, and intently, and to really grasp this concept so that you can begin to apply it to your life, okay? And so here we go. We're going to start here. I have yet in my life to meet a person that does not desire more for their life. It doesn't matter where they are in the world or where their circumstances or their socioeconomic status or stage in life. Everybody, whether they're in America or in some of the most remote parts of the world, they all desire more for their lives. The problem is that the great gulf between our present reality and what is possible for our lives is often what makes it seem that our dreams are unreachable. And so, so many people have a dream, a goal, an aspiration, an ambition, something they want to do with their lives, but most people don't know how to get it from this picture in their mind to this possibility and reality that manifests in their lives. And so it's not enough just to want more, but I believe that from personal experience that that desire for more has to be the driving force that begins to empower you to move your life forward. In other words, don't just talk about wanting more for your life. What actions are you going to put in place to advance you toward the ultimate accomplishment of your goal and the realization of your potential? There's so many people in the world that are talking, 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 but as everybody knows, I always say it's not enough to talk the talk. You have to walk the walk, and the transition and translation from the talk to the walk boils down to this whole thing called becoming a person of action. It means being a person that is congruent between what you say and what you do. When we get into incongruency, it reveals an area of character that we lack, and it also reveals a lack of personal integrity. And so when you say you're going to do something, you have to do it. And I found out that a lot of people don't do it because of a number of things. Number one, most people don't do what they say they're going to do because it's not important enough to. What do I mean by that? Anything that value, you will act upon. Anything that you don't value, you won't take action on. So inaction in a person's life always reveals to me that this is not something that they truly value. 
So that's the number one reason that a lot of people don't. They say they want this. They say they want a greater life, but they do nothing. They spend every weekend binge-watching Netflix, scrolling social media, hanging out, partying, doing the same old things over and over and expecting a different result, which is called insanity. And so they're always talking about how they're going to create this great life, but your actions are not showing that you want that. You don't value that because you're not willing to pursue it. So that's first of all. Another reason people don't do anything is because of fear. We've heard that fear is false evidence appearing real. I call fear a dehabilitating emotion that drains your dreams and aborts your potential. And so fear is one of the greatest culprits and cripplers that stands in the way of change and progress in the lives of most people. A lot of times it comes out in the forms of excuses and all of the reasons why you can't have this and you can't do that. And what it really boils down to is most people are afraid. And what I tell people is that you have to be willing to take action regardless of the fear. It doesn't matter what it feels like or what it looks like. You have to be willing to act on what it is that you want to see achieved in your life because all achievement begins with action. And so some people don't value it enough, some people are afraid, and some people are lacking uh, tools and information. And, you know, I know a lot of times why I was not making progress because of a lack of tools and information. And the reality is that we live in the information age. We live in the digital age, the information revolution. And the reality is that what we don't know can be a stumbling block but doesn't have to. In other words, we live in an era where we have the ability to access whatever information we need to get us from where we are to where we want to be. The problem is that most people are too lazy, so they'll keep telling themselves what they don't know, but they won't pursue the information. The information might be in a book. The information might be in a $5,000 program, a $10,000 seminar. It might be at a networking event. It might be at a luncheon or a special meeting with a mentor or coach in your life. But wherever that information is, you got to put yourself in the environment where you can access that all evolution in life, I want you to get this, begins with understanding the power of environment. Write that down. All evolution in your life will begin with the ability to perceive and understand the power of environment. If you want to change the seasons of your life, it begins with environment. And so a lot of times we're saying a lot of things about why we don't have this, why we don't have that, why this is not happening or manifesting in our lives, and the reality is that you need new information. Old information will never unlock new doors and new opportunities. And so get access to the information that you need that's going to move you from where you are to where it is that you want to be in your life. And that, for so many people, is one of the greatest barriers and opposition to the life that they want. And then I would add this. We said that oftentimes people just don't value it enough. We talked about the fear. We talked about the not always having access to the information. And then the last part I will add to this, why some people never really make progress in their lives, is because they won't make the investment. 
some people even know where the information is. They know that the program might be $5,000, the seminar might be 10000 the luncheon may cost them time, the networking may cost them time, but they're not willing to make investments. And you don't improve your life without investments. Good intentions don't improve your life. In fact, good intentions will ultimately lead you to a life of aborted potential and possibilities. And so it's not enough to have a good intention. You have to be willing to make the investments to move you from where you are to where you want to be. Every next dimension in life will demand a different version of you. And in order to get to a different version, you have to develop, and all development requires investments. It's one of the reasons I wrote the book, Honor, the Law That Governs Greatness, my ninth book, because how do we move from prophetic potentiality into prophetic reality. We do it through prophetic development. And so many people in the world today want to be great, but they don't want to be developed. And your value, your contribution to the trajectory of history and humanity is shaped by your development. Let me say that again. Your contribution to the trajectory of humanity is shaped by your development. And so all these people say they're going to be great, they're going to do X, Y, Z, but how are you going to do it without developing? You have to develop to become a greater version of yourself. And as you develop, your value increases and the contribution that you are able to make to the world increases as well. And so your life rises and falls in proportion to your development. I want you to write that down. Your life rises and falls in proportion to your development. We have a lot of people in positions of leadership, but they're not making an impact. You can feel a position and not occupy a position. Now, I won't go that deep into that because I delved into that in a few of my books, but it's a difference between having a placeholder in a position and having somebody with the capacity to truly function and operate in a position. We have a lot of people filling positions, but they can't occupy it. And they can't occupy it because they have not developed. And when you have people in positions that have not developed, you stagnate and you paralyze the progress of organizations, nations, governments, enterprises, nothing is able to reach its full level of maturity and growth and development because everything rises and falls on your development as an individual. And so that's another discussion for another day. But our dreams only look unreachable because we have obscured vision and undeveloped potential. As you heard me say so many times on this podcast, where there is no vision, where there is no prophetic utterance, the people cast off restraints and went wild. For so many years, I have had the pleasure of connecting with people in government and um, high positions around the world, and I always tell them, we don't have a gang problem. We don't have a gun problem. We don't have a prostitution problem. We don't have a poverty problem. What we have is we have a vision problem. And because we have a generation of people that have no vision for their lives, the aftermath of that is all of this chaos and things that begins to unfold in our cities. We need people 
that live their lives with a sense of vision and a sense of purpose. And so our dreams only look unreachable because our vision is obscured. And I want to challenge you to begin to evaluate and look at the areas of your life where your vision has become obscured, and it also looks unreachable because of undeveloped potential. Current state, you don't have what you need to get there, but if you will develop, you will have exactly what you need to get you from where you are to where you want to be. And so if you want to cross the gulf, from where from your present reality to infinite possibilities, then you must become more. I always tell people this: if you want to increase your value in the marketplace or whatever you're attempting to do, you have to become more. And in order to become more, you have to be willing to grow and develop more. Write that down. In order to become more, you have to begin to develop and grow more because the value that you bring to any organization or anything that you're doing is the direct result of your commitment to personal growth and development. Let me say that again. The value you bring to any endeavor, project, initiative, enterprise, government, nation, business is the direct result of your commitment to personal growth and development. This is what I know to be true. Low personal growth and low personal development will result in a low-impact leader and a low-impact life. Write that down. Low investment in personal growth and development will result in a low-impact leader and a low-impact life. And so what we have is people that are making no significant the investments in personal growth and development, but they want to be great and they want to shape the world. And they come to me and I'm not impressed because you don't have anything. You have great ambition, you speak well, you're very charismatic, but you don't have the capacity to do what you say you're so great to do. And so what are you going to develop so that you can become that intention that you have for yourself and you can serve the world in a great way. I'm not impressed with flattery in words because when you are put on a global stage and a global platform, you've got to have the ability to deliver, and you will never deliver what you have not developed. Write that down. You will never deliver to the world what you have not developed. That's why I'm not impressed. It's why so many people are very low-impact individuals because they have great ideas. But what is an idea that has not been developed? Anybody can generate ideas. Can you convert ideas into impact? Can you convert ideas into can you convert ideas into influence? Otherwise, you just have ideas. Everybody has ideas. Ideas alone don't change the world. Ideas that are implemented and executed upon are the things that propel change and progress in the world. And so what are you doing? Are you going to be a low-impact person, or are you going to make the significant contributions and investments to be more and to do more with your life? That's something I really want you to think about. And then what we have to understand is that the current version of you does not have the capacity to manifest your vision. I want you to get that. The current version of you does not have the capacity to manifest your vision. In other words, your potential is in seed form. And unless the seed of your potential is converted into power, 
those things will always remain dreams in your heart that are never manifested in your life. And so what do you need to do to become a better version of yourself? Every single day, that's why you don't have time to be depressed, to be acquiescing to situations or circumstances. You don't need sympathy. You don't need to tell your sad story. You're not in competition with anybody. Every single day of your life, you are on a quest to become the greatest expression of who you were created to be. And if you will get enveloped and engulfed in becoming the greatest expression of who you were created to be, you won't have time to be worried about who doesn't like you, why this hasn't happened, why this is not manifesting in your life. You will be so busy developing and increasing your value that you will become undeniable and irresistible when you enter into industries and environments. Your life will become a center of attraction because you have done the work and you have developed to become who you were created and destined to be. This is what I want you to know. Notice that I did not say that you don't have the potential to become who you were created to be. It's not enough to have the potential, potential that is undeveloped is pointless. I want you to get that. Potential that is undeveloped is pointless. And so many people are always talking about potential. I could care less about potential. If you don't have the ability to convert potential into power, into possibilities, into opportunities, you're not doing a whole lot. Every person on this planet has potential. The thing that is going to separate you from everybody else is not your potential. It is going to be the development of your potential. Development is a seed that is given to us by God. Potential, excuse me, is a seed that is given to us by God. The development of our potential is the greatest gift we can give back to God and to humanity. I want you to write that down. Potential is a seed that is given to you by God. The greatest gift that you can give to God and humanity is the cultivation and the optimization of that seed. And so, so many people are mesmerized with a seed that they do nothing with. Okay, you have potential, but how are you going to convert potential? See, in order to get the maximum yield out of the seed of potential, it has to be cultivated and converted. And when you cultivate and convert potential, it becomes a form of currency serving you in ways that you could never imagine. And so that's what people have not done. They, they've used their voice. They've tried to get some influence, but they have not increased their value. And so they get frustrated because they're like, okay, the doors aren't opening, the opportunities are not emerging, and the doors are going to stay closed and the platforms are not going to emerge because you have not become more valuable. You have wasted time. You have got positive thoughts and had positive vibes, but you have not developed and so how are you developing to become more? You know, as I talk with movers and shakers and very powerful and influential people in government business, these individuals didn't get where they are because they had some potential. They got here because of their hunger, their drive, their thirst for knowledge, their quest for excellence, and their pursuit mastery and everything that they do is what has set them apart and made them the best in the world at what they do. And many times we admire without the understanding of the price 
that comes with certain positions of influence in the world. And so I didn't say that you don't have the potential, but you have to begin to cultivate that potential so that you can be all that you were created to be. If you want to embrace more for your life, then it begins with the expansion of your mind. You know, this is my area right here. So many people want to become more, want to do more, want to have more, want to create more. But it begins with the expansion of your mind. Why is this so important? Because as I told you, if you've listened to this show for the last 10 years or even the last year or two or even a few weeks, you always hear me talking about the mind. And why is that so important? Because nothing changed for me until I started to do the work on my mind. It doesn't matter how much knowledge I had, how many books I read, how many people I knew. Nothing changed until I began to work on my mind. Because so many times we don't realize that our minds are often um, a garden that has been neglected for all of our lives. And we want to accomplish great things. We want to have great impact. But our thinking does not accommodate the realities and the possibilities that we want to experience. And so I had to begin to mine the fields of my thinking, and I had to begin to uproot toxic thoughts. I had to begin to uproot toxic emotions, uh, self-limiting beliefs and perceptions, psychological constructs, things that kept me back and hindered me from becoming that best and greatest version of myself. And so when I see people today, it's not that they don't have the potential and the ability to be great and to do great things in the world. The problem is that so many people have not developed their minds to embrace the dimension of living that they want to experience. This is what I know. A limited mind cannot perceive limitless possibilities. So what happens is somebody will listen to a show like this or they'll go to a motivational event, they'll get pumped up for a few moments, but they lack the mental fortitude and capacity to see what is possible and not only to see it but to bring that thing into manifestation because, as you have heard me say before, whatever you concentrate on is what's going to consume your life. Whatever you are obsessed with is what's going to occupy your life and your space. And so what we do is we fill our minds and our lives with junk. We we binge watch Netflix. We are controlled by the algorithms of social media. We are constantly hanging out with our friends every week, and nothing wrong with that, but we're being inundated with their philosophies, their ideologies, their our lives are all mirroring. Most people's friendship, everybody's doing the same thing and headed in the same route. And nothing wrong with that if there are people that are going somewhere, but what I want you to understand is that if you are not exposing your mind to new concepts, ideas, ideologies, you're going to be in the same place. It doesn't matter um, how positive you think or how much motivation you have. If you are not making the investments in your intellectual growth and development, you're going to live a very stagnated life. And as long as you are caged in your thinking, you are crippled 
you cripple the transformation of your life. Let me say it again. As long as you are caged in your thinking, you cripple the transformation of your life. And what people don't understand is that it's not enough for you to just hear ideas. What has to happen is it has to move from simply hearing an idea to internalizing that idea so that it begins to serve as the catalyst for transformation in your life. We think because we go to a seminar, we hear a good podcast or a good interview, that that's going to set on the catalyst for transformation. What's going to happen is you're just going to have a bunch of notebooks with copious notes and no results in your life. The difference between simply hearing good information and seeing results is in your application of what you've heard. Because anything that is valuable to you, you will take the time to get application. Write that down. Anything that is valuable to you, you will take the time to get application. Application means that you have to have understanding, and understanding requires an upgrade of your mind. That sounds familiar, like the book I wrote, Upgrade Your Mind. You have to, if you don't understand, you have to upgrade your mind. People think, they say, oh, you're so wise, you have so much wisdom and all of these insights. I didn't just get this. You have to upgrade your thinking. You have to stretch your mind to embrace new ideas, new possibilities, new opportunities, new constructs, new concepts. You have to begin to push the boundaries of thinking and what is possible for your life. It's not just going to fall into your lap because you're in an environment or because you heard something good or you heard something inspiring. People hear inspiring things every day and they do nothing. And so I'm telling you that you have to get to application. And in order for application to come, there has to be understanding. And how do you get to understanding? I don't know. I'm not going to finish this because I've taken too much time on this point. But you know what? This is where we're going to end today anyway. How do we get to understanding? You get to understanding by understanding that you have to be able to die, um, dissect information. You have to be able to um, digest the information, and you have to be able to break that information down into a form of intellectual capital where it makes sense to you. A lot of times we hear very high-level concepts and information, but we don't know what to do with that. Okay, that's great. That sounds inspiring and motivating and good, but do you understand that? In other words, do you have the ability to break that down in the most simplistic form and explain that to another person? Because if you haven't gotten it down into that kind of type of simplicity, you don't really understand it. You may have an intellectual or working knowledge of it, but you don't really understand it. Because when you have understanding, there's a simplicity that comes with it where you can break that down to its greatest common denominator and you can begin to implement that and see results in your life. That's why a lot of people have an intellectual understanding, but they don't really understand it. Because in order to really understand, you have to upgrade your thinking. You have to stretch your mind to embrace new paradigms and new possibilities. And that takes work. I didn't just get here. This has been years and decades of work to train and develop my mindset and my thinking. 
uh, to think differently from other people. I know for a matter of fact, I think differently than most people in this on this planet. I can have conversations with a person for five minutes, and I can tell that my thinking process is totally different. And it's not that a person's thinking can't change. It's that most people just have not taken the time to develop the kind of thinking that will break them into a new life of new possibilities. And so new possibilities cannot be accessed by a neglected mind. Let me say that again. New possibilities cannot be accessed by a neglected mind. So many people want more, but they're neglecting the mind. We've all heard that famous quote that a mind is a terrible thing to waste. But why is a mind wasted? A mind is wasted because a mind is neglected. And a mind is neglected because um, we have begun to become programmed by culture and society, and we have stopped doing the mental work. Like I said, you have to stop being controlled by algorithms, stop being controlled by Netflix, stop being controlled by your friends and your family, and you've got to get clear about what for your life. What is your vision? Where are you going? What are you building? What are you creating? How are you going to contribute to the world? But if you're not careful, your life will just become one big replica of everybody else. And nobody remembers replicas. Nobody respects duplicates. They, the world celebrates originality. And in order to be original, you have to develop in your thinking and your ideology. It's why when I came onto the scene years ago talking about paradigms and paradigm shifts, it was such a revolutionary concept. I could tell some people didn't get it. They were looking at me crazy, like, what is this thing talking about? But this whole idea of a paradigm shift is what changed my life. And not only has it changed my life, but people all around the world that have read my books and been to my uh, keynotes and listened to this podcast and read my articles and listened to my interviews and seen me on television, their lives have been changed because I know the power of shifting your thinking and how that shapes your world. And so if you want more for your life, we didn't even get to get into the four pillars of this, so we'll definitely have to do another episode. But if you really want to uh, transform your life and you want more for your life, you've got to become more. you got to become more. So many times we think, if I could just get this relationship or this connection or this thing or if I just had this amount of money, none of that's going to matter if you don't become more. You're going to just be the same person with things that you have not expanded to embrace in your life. And when you get all of these things without being developed, it destroys you. I mean, because your mindset is not prepared for the money, it's not prepared for the relationships, you don't understand the protocols and the etiquettes of operating at that dimension, so you can't sustain it because you have to grow into that. You have to grow into dimensions, and you have to mature into realms. Write that down. You have to grow into dimensions and mature into realms. There's other people that want to access stuff that would totally destroy them. They have not developed, they have not grown, they have not with that in their lives. And so to give that to them prematurely would be like a poison. You have to develop for the things that you want to embrace in your life. And so as I have developed, as my mind has grown, as I've expanded and evolved and been refined as a person, 
as those things show up in my life, I'm better positioned and ready to handle them. But you don't handle that without developing. And so I want us to get out of this concept of I want more, there must be more, to, oh, okay, I realize I must become more if I want to manifest that. And that's really what this teaching and this concept is about, understanding that the life that you want is not out of reach, but it is something that you are going to have to renew your thinking and revolutionize your thinking to embrace and understand that low-level pursuit and low-level intentionality is not going to produce a high-impact life for you. You're going to have to raise your capacity and value if you want to serve the world in a greater way. And I think this is one of the most important messages that we can drive home with people today. It's one of the reasons that I distance myself from this self-help space because I feel like we are telling people a false narrative that if they think positive thoughts and have positive vibes, their life is going to change without understanding that. If you don't do the work on transforming your thinking, becoming healthy in your emotions, dealing with the habits and the fundamental principles that anchor your life, your life is going to be the exact same way that it was before. And so I'm challenging you that if you want to become more, you want to do more in life. I'm sorry, if you want to do more, you have to become more. And in order to become more, you have to be willing to expand yourself to embrace the more that you desire. I hope you've gotten some value out of this podcast. Thank you for spending this time with me. I'll be back real soon to share more tools and insights to help you to live a more empowered life. Be blessed.